What's going on guys? Welcome to the Market Podcast. Here on the Market Podcast, we like to go into all markets and interview the top performers in their industries. I'm really excited. Actually, this is my first time meeting Rob Velasquez. Uh, this guy's awesome, just right off the bat. Can't wait to hear your story, man. Um, he's actually the CEO of uh, Stride Solutions, and uh, he's got an, a tremendous story. Uh, just a couple things. He's a former athlete, life, uh, life coach, entrepreneur, um, he's a cancer survivor, which I think is really cool, man. I can't wait to hear about that story yeah. uh, because that, that's definitely a, a piece for me, at least, that, you know, um, you know, cancer, let's just face it, it sucks, right? And so to hear someone survive from it, um, you know, dude, I appreciate respect. It. Respect, I appreciate man. It. Yeah, it um, was uh, definitely a... Uh, uh, deciding factor in my life, you know what I mean? Uh, a maker of moments, if you will. Heck yeah, heck yeah. So um, let's just jump in, man. Tell me from how this all started, you know, a little bit about your background, maybe some of your upbringing, and then, you know, where you're at today. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, pretty simply put, like I said, grew up in, in Michigan, born and raised, suburb, you know, area of Detroit. Um, grew up middle class, you know, but what was awesome is my parents did a good job of uh, making sure that even though we were in the middle class, like they put us in private school, right? Mm -hmm. So I went to a school, I don't know if you're familiar with Divine Child. Mm -hmm. I was there first through 12th grade. Um, and throughout my, you know, 12 years there, mm -hmm. uh, throughout my 12 years there, um, I was just an athlete. Uh, that that's I wasn't even a student. Like I would show up to class and everything like that. But right. I uh, wasn't big on homework. Wasn't big on test taking. Um, I was there to play sports and hang out with my friends. I can relate. I can relate. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so as you had mentioned, I was actually 12 years old. So I was in seventh grade when you know quote unquote tragedy struck. Mm. Um, so found out that I was sick. After I found out that I was sick, um, you know I found out that you know, I couldn't really play the sports that I used to play anymore mm -hmm. um, because it was in my right leg and basically the doctors were like, hey, you can't run, you can't jump, you definitely can't get hit mm -hmm. in your leg anymore because of the type of prosthetic that they had to put in place, right? Mm -hmm. So that happened to me in uh, seventh and eighth grade. So then high school was like, it was weird, it was awkward. It was, mm -hmm. it was, I had a ton of fun, but the reality of it is, and you know, uh, you wouldn't have known it then, but all throughout the four years of high school, there was something missing. Mm. For me personally, there was something missing. Not being able to be on the field, you know, even when I showed up to games mm -hmm. and like you're watching your home team lose and you're like, fuck man, like I wish I could be out there making a difference. Because mm -hmm. I was, I was a playmaker, you know, mm -hmm. not to toot my own horn, um, but like that was what I was passionate about. Just like everybody else, I had the goal of being a professional athlete, you right. know, in some way, shape or form. So in high school, you know, definitely something was missing. I was still the class clown. I still had, I was friends with everybody. That was the one thing about me though, Ross, mm -hmm. is that it didn't matter what group of people you put me in with, whether it was the athletes, the mathletes, the drama club, like, you know, the, the uh, whoever it was, the debate team. Mm -hmm. um, I was friends with everybody. Mm -hmm. And that's because I'm part of what I like to call a dying breed mm -hmm. of, people who genuinely love, love people. Come on, bro. Right? Isn't that what it's about too, man? Yeah. And um, I don't know. I just, I, I genuinely love people. So mm -hmm. I fit in with everybody, which was cool. Um, but I wasn't fitting into myself. Mm -hmm. That was the weird thing about it. And again, you would never know it because I masked it, obviously. Mm -hmm. But I just knew that something had to change. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm a firm believer that, you know, the way that this universe works and our mindset works and everything like that, 
Um, desire is the trigger, the trigger mechanism to your dream starting to come into reality, right? Mm -hmm. It starts with a desire um, and then it ends up a destination, right? So for me, I knew that I desired that same lifestyle. Even though I couldn't be a professional athlete, mm -hmm. I still desired that same lifestyle. I, I knew that I was going to live in a big house. I knew that I was going to have a big family. I knew mm -hmm. that I was going to drive nice cars, stay at luxurious places and live the good life. Right. Mm -hmm. And, uh, the crazy thing was after, you know, uh, high school, all my friends, divine child, again, you're talking about a private college prep school mm -hmm. where everyone's going away to university and, uh, everyone is going, uh, you know, away to these good schools and, you know, going to become doctors and lawyers and all these different things. Right. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I didn't even get into central Michigan, which is like, <laughs> that's all right. No, no, no judgment. In fact, I haven't even graduated high school yet. Oh really? I'm a three time high school dropout. Wow. And I like pride myself on yeah, that. Yeah. So it. Respect. Oh, that's like a, respect. That's better than three degrees. So yeah. Like, I love that. For real. So, you know, for me, it's <laughs> like, uh, uh, you know, I, I couldn't even get into a school that like literally their motto is to fire up. And so I was like, what, what am I going to do? Right. And, um, what ended up happening was again, I think the universe just kind of took the wheel. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, I was doing really simple shit, man. I was in the service industry. I was, mm -hmm. I was, a um, a waiter and then I became a bartender. Mm -hmm. And again, that was just my knack for people. Like I understood the idea that if I provide good service, you're going to give me a good tip. Mm -hmm. But if I provide great service, you're going to give me a great tip. Mm -hmm. And so I did pretty well, but I also learned in the restaurant industry, that's not always the case. Right. Yeah. Um, but then I found sales. I got my first opportunity in sales. And what I learned was every time you make the sale, you get the commission. Mm -hmm. Now that was a concept I fell in love with because mm -hmm. I was like, I know I can make sales. I know that I can help people understand whatever service or product or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Um, it wasn't about, you know, uh, convincing people to buy something. It was just literally helping them understand. And more importantly than that, it, there was times where I made sales where we didn't even talk about the product or the service or anything. Mm -hmm. We just built a relationship. Now tell me this though, cause there's an L there's, there's an altitude that you have to go up into the success realm to even get to the understanding of, of knowing that sales can do that for you. <clears throat> Were there any limited beliefs or belief systems you had to fabricate on your way from going from the server to the commission sales guy? Or do you think that you just always believe that, no, nope, this is me. I'm, 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 I'm it's done. I'm going to be successful. Ignorance is bliss. Yeah. Right? And, uh, I have a saying that I like to throw in there every once in a while. I like to say, you know, um, ignorance on fire is better than knowledge on ice. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I was just fired up. Mm -hmm. Like I just wanted it. Mm -hmm. I wanted it more than anybody else in the room. And I was the guy that I always started because I worked for tons of different companies. Mm -hmm. So I always started as the entry level sales guy, mm -hmm. but I always worked my way up to management, director, leadership position. Like I become the guy that like the new sales guys are learning from. Mm -hmm. And what that taught me was a lot of systems and processes, mm -hmm. which was awesome. Which is huge. It's huge. Yeah. You need that to transition into, you know, being a business owner, how I am today. But what I also learned was like, man, I can't reduplicate myself. Mm -hmm. And that was the, that was the toughest part because mm -hmm. it was like, I would be handed these young and hungry people. Um, but they weren't producing the way that I was producing. Mm -hmm. They knew what I knew. They were doing what I was doing. Mm -hmm. So it was like, what, what sets you apart? And again, like, um, 
I'm not saying this conceitedly. It's just like, bro, I fucking want it. Mm. Like my my passion is so uh, next level, and like my purpose, like I believe that I have a purpose that is so much greater. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously, man, when you go through what you go through at a young age, yeah, and like you're still life. here. Yeah. Like, yeah, I just have a different, I look at life through a different lens than most people. For sure. And that's why, like, even when I'm in a situation where I don't know what I don't know, I still somehow create the desired outcome. Mm -hmm. And that's when I learned, like, it's not about knowledge. It's not about Mm -hmm. the degrees. It's not about anything like that. Mm -hmm. Like, it really is, there's, there's, there's a, you know, a natural, um, there, there's a, Laws in place that were created not by man. Mm-hmm. I'll put it to you that thousand percent law of attraction, big time. Yep. Law of attraction is one of them. You know, law of transmutation, law of gestation, law of cause and effect. Mm-hmm. Um, they're called the seven natural laws of the universe. Law mm-hmm. of vibration, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and and the thing is, laws that are not made by man cannot be manipulated by man. Correct. Right. They yeah. can only be worked by man. Mm-hmm. And so. Um, luckily for me at a young age, I had some mentors that had introduced me to these laws and that's what I had studied. Nice. Right. Yeah. And so then I was like, cool. So you're telling me like, if, as long like I don't have to know algebra and like geometry and like, I don't have to know who the 50 presidents of the United States were like, right. I'll be okay. Yeah. Like, cool. And so again, it was just like, for me, what ended up happening is I started applying these laws. I started getting results mm-hmm. and then that's when everything started coming in because it's like, you know, uh, obviously you're in sales and, and you're, you're a guy that produces yourself. We all know that like results breed results, mm-hmm. right? And so that's what ended up happening for me. I just started getting little wins and little wins. And I thought those little wins were the most unanimous wins. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I didn't take my losses personally. Like, you yeah, know, I just, just kept moving forward. It wasn't about that. That's such a big piece in entrepreneurship as a whole. And there's two things that you said that I really like and I think are really true. And the first one is, is like when you're talking about raising a team and trying to create other leaders within an organization, you know, a lot of people, especially within our school systems, think that, oh, well, our school systems, the knowledge is down and this is why, you know, Americans are not as successful as they could be. And that's not actually true. It's the application, of course. right? It has nothing to do. I believe we have more resources, tools. I mean, we have Google for, for crying out loud. You can literally find out most any yeah. question and get the answer to it in a yeah. second, right? And it's, it's the application. So you had the ability to, to say, man, I'm going to put in the application no matter what. Right. And also the second thing I like is the fact that you're not afraid to lose because entrepreneurs, you know, and again, this podcast really is directed to really anybody, but primarily entrepreneurs. I mean, that's, that, that's a winner's quality is learning how to be okay with losing, yeah. right? Like it's not a loss, it's actually a win. And, and we see that throughout the industry of entrepreneurs is that the people who fall in love with losing, yeah. in fact, are the greatest winners. And it almost seems counterintuitive, but it's actually not. Yeah. Because the more you can smack your head up against the wall and go, oh man, I just learned something. Oh man, I just learned something. Yeah. You bounce back tenfold. Yeah. So let me lead us into this segment then. First, so let's talk a little bit about your current space now. Yeah. Um, you know, with Stride Solutions, what is your guys's overall goal and product, and kind of the why and what to your services? Yeah, great question. So, um, you know, I, I like to start off with why. Mm-hmm. You know, we started this. I think that's the most important uh, thing to understand for anybody about a business is why. Yeah. Right? Simon Sinek, know your why, baby. Yeah, let's go. Right. If, if, 
if people buy what you do mm-hmm. and you don't know why you do what you do, why would they buy it, right? That's right. So, uh, big fan of the Golden Circle. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the why behind our business is because we had built out everything that we do in terms of the what and the how we had previously built out for other companies. Mm-hmm. Um, not as a service provider, but in-house. Mm-hmm. Working with other companies, working with other brands, me and my partner, we had experienced the pains and the issues and the problems of different softwares, mm-hmm. um, different CRMs, mm-hmm. uh, not having automated marketing campaigns, not having an in-house customer service, not having all of these things that we service, we experienced and went through the pains ourselves. Mm. We, at that time, had figured out all the manual workarounds, solutions, Mm. and answers to those problems, right? Got it. Um, And so then when we did that, we said, okay, like, if if we're experiencing this, Mm -hmm. chances are, there's a ton of other people out there doing the same thing, that's right? right? That's right. And uh, and that's what you do. I think that you know, there's there's really two ways that you start a business. The first way that you start a business is you're so passionate about mm-hmm. a particular service or product or whatever it is that you you're just like, hey, it, it starts off as a hobby, then yeah. it turns into a business, then it turns into like a company and all yeah. this different stuff, right? So there's those people. And then there's the other people are the ones who identify a problem in the world Mm -hmm. and they say, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to find the solution. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to put that solution in place. I'm going to create a system and process on how they can utilize it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to build a team around this idea and we're just going to push it forward. Mm -hmm. And that's the approach that we took. Right. Love it. it. So you found a pain point in the industry and then now you came up with the solution. Yep. Right. Strive, strive solutions. Right. Right. Yep. And then you're now that's, this is the product that you're helping people kind of mitigate and really not have those mistakes that you found. Correct. Right. So the, the tagline, you know, for our business is that we're assets for companies and we're advocates for customers. Mm. Um, Love that. We help companies generate more revenue, build an ecosystem and an economy around their product and service. Mm -hmm. And then we also help the user of their product or service, the customers, mm-hmm. we're advocates for them too. We help them shorten their sales cycle. We Love help that. we help make it easy for them to buy their service or product. We help it easy for them to get support or a response from the business and connect and communicate with the business, right? Yeah. And so we, we like to do everything from uh, helping you with the front end discovery of your product mm-hmm. to the back end customer service, service of it by alleviating the pressure and the pain points that most business owners experience mm-hmm. when navigating the automation world, the yeah. software world, yeah. right? Um, because well, it's I spent almost, hours, dude. Zapier, I'm like a Zapier pro, but like I, when I tell you I've spent hours, probably at least dedicated in the last two years, I would say three months of yeah. hard grinding and figuring it out. Yeah. And I am maybe 2% of where I want to be. Yeah. Right. I mean, like that's just the way it is because let's face it, when you're trying to take care of, especially as a business, you're trying to take care of the client accusation costs, the client customer service, the back end of the books, making sure that every client feels like our only client, not like a number, right? You're trying to do all these things while also then trying to take ground to get more clients and then also learn how to take your employees and train them to do the tasks that you now leverage for all these clients. When do you have time as a business owner to actually go through and sift through it and take care of everything and make it streamlined? 
You really don't. And in fact, it's the, it's one of the number one things that gets overlooked. Yeah. Because you get so entrenched in the band-aid of, well, hey, we'll have so-and-so just keep doing what they're doing. Yeah. But really, if you just rip that band-aid off and hire you guys, yeah. you're gonna come through and you're gonna build those whole systems out. I'll give you a perfect example. Literally before we walked over here for this meeting, I had a Zoom call with uh, a guy who is a, uh, he's a personal trainer. He's trying to grow out an online coaching business, right? Mm -hmm. um, and he wants to do a subscription base. Mm -hmm. So he's currently working with a different marketing company that has all these different softwares and funnel builders and all this stuff, right? Mm -hmm. um, but come to find out that all that they did was gave him access to a software, showed him how to use it. Mm -hmm. He's responsible for building the video funnels. He's responsible for building the call to actions, the mm -hmm. email nurture, the SMS nurture, the, the response and everything like that, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and that's gonna take weeks. It's gonna take weeks. It's yeah. gonna take months. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you what right now, the reason that most people have an idea and don't put it in place mm -hmm. is because what happens is something like that, right? Mm -hmm. They're told, hey, you have to do all this different stuff. Mm -hmm. That's not their core competency. And I straight up told the guy, I said, look, are you a personal trainer or are you an email marketer? Mm -hmm. Like, what's your, what's your expertise? Right. And he's like, I'm a trainer. I said, cool, I'm a marketer. Mm -hmm. You focus on your core competency, we'll focus on ours, that's and right. we'll shorten the cycle from where you are to where you wanna be. And that's why we came up with the idea of Stride, is because we're taking you know, I say that like goals in life is, it's like a GPS, right? Mm -hmm. You find out where you are, you put in the destination mm -hmm. and a route appears. Yeah. Well, when you start having to navigate the space that are not your core competency as a business owner, mm -hmm. it's almost like toggling avoid highways mm -hmm. on the GPS mm -hmm. and now you're taking the slow route, yeah. right? Yeah. And if, if you even complete the project in itself. Correct. So let me ask you this then. Um, and by the way, if we run over on time, it's cool. I'll, I could take that audio capture and then if we can piece together the videos, right? Because this is good stuff. I want I want to get yeah, out. Sorry, I'm, and I'm a uh, oh, bro, I'm an explainer. Yeah, 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 I saw the four minutes. I'm like, I've been down <laughs> this road. No, but then what would you tell the business owner right now that's listening to this that needs to let go of the pride of thinking they can't handle it all and they actually just need to let go and say, hey, you know what, I need to join you? Well, look. And, and we've already thought this through too, right? Mm -hmm. I can't speak for all the other marketing agencies out there, but I can speak for us, right? Mm -hmm. um, we're priced a way that, um, I don't like to say that we're priced cheap. Mm -hmm. We're priced to prove. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is one, we don't do any contracts. It's all month to month, right? Mm -hmm. um, and two, we're priced so aggressively and strategically mm -hmm. that we do it because we're pricing ourselves in a way that we're not making a ton of money on the front end, mm -hmm. but when we prove to you that our model works, you're not we're gonna, gonna make leave. our money on the back end because yeah. you're not gonna wanna leave. Yeah. The lifetime value of our customers is so much more mm -hmm. than the upfront percentage that we make on them. Yeah. And we did that by design. Mm -hmm. You know, we're not looking to be a cash grab. Mm -hmm. We're not looking to make a ton of money on the front end and in three months you tell us, you know, hey, you're upset. Yeah, yeah. you're upset or you're not yeah. getting the results that you want. Um, you know, in our core values, one of our core values is um, under promise and over deliver, right? Mm -hmm. Execution. Mm -hmm. We say that, you know, um, it, our, our core values start with faith mm -hmm. and they take a little bit of time time is an acronym, mm -hmm. right? Um, and so the whole reason that we do that is, again, we understand that the reason, and it's like you're saying, like, what do you wanna tell business owners who are, are um, 
you know, hesitant on releasing the reins and having you come in. Mm-hmm. I can tell you this right now from experience, and I'm talking to you guys right now that own businesses, like, I know that it's not that you don't want to hire somebody to do this for you because you're some like control freak. Mm-hmm. Majority of the time it comes down to money. Yeah. But if businesses just, if business owners just understood, and the great ones do, mm-hmm. right? It's typically, and, and another thing that I want to make sure that people understand is like our market, our target market, we love working with local businesses mm-hmm. and we love working with local franchises mm-hmm. because these are the businesses that really need the most help. Mm-hmm. These are the businesses that, in my personal opinion, make an economy. Mm-hmm. And ever since the year 2020, these are the businesses that have been under attack, right? Mm-hmm. They're the ones that are trying to find out how to make their money stretch further. Mm-hmm. They're the ones that are trying to find out how to downsize and optimize, mm-hmm. right? And so we've really put this whole business model in all the way from the services that we provide to the price points that we're selling at mm-hmm. so that local businesses can take advantage of this and scale their business. That's right. what we're looking to do, right? right. Um, and so, yeah, I know that it comes down to money, but all great business owners know, uh, you know, all great business owners know that, like, if you spend that money up front mm-hmm. and, and you scale your business correctly, it's worth it in the end. It's worth it. You never yeah. worry about it. You have to have the faith and the trust. It's, it's a, it is a ton of things. Yeah. So because our, our alarm went off, we know that we got to wrap it up Perfect. here, right? We try to keep it as short as we can. Guys, first off, thank you so much for listening again. Yeah. Um, give my boy Rob a follow as well. We'll put all of his information inside there. Yeah. Um, what would you tell the entrepreneur that maybe wants to get into your space? of building out solutions and marketing components to be successful. What, what would you say the number one or two thing is? To yeah, do? Um, you know what, listen, I, I'm a big, uh, I, I used to be a big reader, but because I'm so busy with my business and everything, I've transitioned more to like audiobooks, mm-hmm. right? And uh, something that I was just listening to, it's a, it's a book called uh, Ready, Aim, Fire. Mm-hmm. I have no idea who the author is, but I would definitely suggest it to you guys. Um, and one of the things that he just recently uh, that I listened to on my way down to the office, I think it was yesterday, mm-hmm. is so many people want to go ahead and get into the space and they want to like reinvent the wheel or mm-hmm. find some like unique entrance or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when really what you should do, and this is what we did ourselves in the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. Is find somebody who's already winning. Come on. Find somebody who's doing rinse what you want to do. Rinse and duplicate. Rinse and duplicate. That's literally right? all it is. And yeah. I'll tell you why. Yeah. And when he said this, I was like, man, that's the money shot right there. Is that average will succeed in the masses mm-hmm. where uh, a- average will succeed in the right place. Mm-hmm. Where exceptional mm-hmm. will fail where it's in the wrong place, right? right. And so if you create this amazing idea, Mm -hmm. but you're not able to put it in front of, you know, the market, yeah, yeah, like no one's ever gonna know about it. That's right. But if you just recreate the wheel, and even though it might come across as average, but you are mass marketing it because you're in the same area as everybody else, Mm you're still gonna end up winning some way, somehow. And that's how we got all of our first wins, our initial wins. And then once you start doing that, now you can become unique. Now mm-hmm. put your own- For sure, upsell your products. Yeah, 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 you know? yeah. Okay. But get yourself, get yourself in the game by being where the game is played. Heck yeah. You know what I mean? Good enough. That's solid. So that's solid. That's what I would say. Now, uh, where can they follow you? Where can they contact you at? 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I have uh, I have Instagram, Facebook, uh, LinkedIn. Recently, just hopped on the tin, uh, TikTok wagon. Dude, so, I got rid of I got rid of my TikTok. Did bro. you? I did. But so I'm not a consumer. That's the big thing about me. Uh, aside from Instagram, Instagram kind of gets me a little bit sometimes. I Come on, it gets it. all of us. Dude. Gets, I'm not a hater of TikTok. I'm yeah. not. I'm not. No, I just you know I look, actually believe it big time. It's another platform yeah, it that can be a distraction to you. But again, sure. uh, you know, for us, we have to use them as tools. That's Right. Not as escapes, right? And um, so yeah, like literally the only time I ever am on the TikTok app is because I'm literally uploading content right. and then I'm not on it. So, yeah, for but sure. Instagram, I scrolled through a little bit. I've been getting better about it. I actually have a couple of uh, guys that work with me and they're now logged into my social medias. Oh. So they're the ones uploading so that I can just delete the app. That's, that's awesome. And I have to deal with it, but I, I still do sometimes. Um, right. cool. But yeah, so I have all the platforms. Uh, it, it's going to be the same thing across the board. It's either going to be Rob Velasquez or it's going to be Rob Velasquez. Um, but we'll go ahead and throw it in, uh, in awesome. the description, and they'll be able okay. to find it. Dude, listen. First off, thanks for coming on. Uh, thanks for for even taking the time to share your story. Dude. Of course, man. Um, and be that transparent. And uh, this is cool, man. My first time just meeting somebody and yeah. then grilling them with questions, and I then they get to know them. So. Uh, can't wait to see your success, man. And, I appreciate uh, it. We'll catch you on the next time. Absolutely. Hope All right. Be back again. Let's go.